Hi, it's Samantha Shea from Wirecutter, the product recommendation service from the New York Times. We all know those people who are simply impossible to shop for. At Wirecutter, we have a huge collection of gift guides to help you find the perfect present. We can help you find a gift for the indoorsy type, a gift for the coffee lover looking to try a new bean, something that's nice but not too nice for the new person you're seeing, the best packing cubes for frequent travelers, for the music-loving dad, try a Thelonious Monk album. We believe there's a perfect gift for everyone, and Wirecutter can help you find it. Check out all our gift guides at nytimes.com slash gift guides. From the New York Times, I'm Michael Barbaro. It's Tuesday, August 27th. Here's what you need to know today. I think he's going to want to meet. I think Iran wants to get this situation straightened out. Now, is that based on fact or based on gut? That's based on gut. On Monday, during the closing press conference of the G7 summit, President Trump said he was willing to meet with the Iranian president, Hassan Rouhani. And Rouhani said that he was open to such a meeting. The statement set the stage for a possible face-to-face negotiation between the two leaders after the breakdown of the Iranian nuclear deal, harsh economic sanctions, and a military showdown over drones and oil tankers. French President Emmanuel Macron has been urging such a negotiation for months and repeatedly raised the possibility to President Trump and representatives of Iran during the summit. And the G7 have agreed on a $20 million package of aid to help Brazil and its neighbors fight the tens of thousands of fires burning across the Amazon rainforest. During the summit, the leaders of both France and Germany called the fires, many of which were intentionally set to clear brush, a global crisis. Finally, in a landmark ruling, a federal judge has ordered Johnson & Johnson to pay the state of Oklahoma $572 million for the destruction caused by opioids. Johnson & Johnson played a major role in the opioid industry, supplying much of the ingredients used for drugs like oxycodone and manufacturing opioids itself through a subsidiary. The case is being closely watched by opioid makers, distributors, and retailers who face more than 2,000 similar lawsuits across the country. That's it for today. I'm Michael Barbaro. See you tomorrow.